Hello and welcome to the Body by Patrick podcast. My name is Patrick Ocheni. In today's episode, we are going to talk about my 13 rules for losing belly fat quickly and safely without doing cardio for hours. Again, the title is My 13 Rules for Losing Belly Fat Quickly and Safely Without Doing Cardio for Hours. Some key words to pay attention to in that title is quickly. Well, quickly is relative depending on where you are on your fitness journey. However, the rules I'm going to share with you are going to get you there much, much faster. And the other word you want to pay attention to is safely. Okay, safely. Very, very important. There are a lot of programs out there uh, that teach you how to get in shape, lose weight, burn fat. But they're not very safe. They're not very safe, especially when you go on Instagram or YouTube. And I just cringe when people come to the gym and try to simulate or duplicate what they see online. I mean, it can be very, very scary. And I've seen some very, very scary things here at the gym. Okay, so emphasis on quickly, safely, and without doing cardio for hours. Okay, so if you're somebody that hates doing cardio like myself, I'm not a big cardio fan, you are going to be super excited about today's conversation. Okay, so again, my 13 rules for losing belly fat quickly, safely, uh, quickly and simply without doing cardio for hours. By the way, to let you know, these rules, I mean, I have plenty of rules. I've been a personal trainer now for, oh my goodness, over 15 years, and I've trained a lot of people. And the different rules, okay, uh, but I went back and I looked at the most important ones that I felt would really help you get to that next level. If you're trying to break through a plateau, these are rules that you can apply. These, by the way, are the same rules that I use every single day as a personal trainer. Whenever I get somebody new uh, that's trying to transform their body, these are the same rules that I apply. So they work, uh, they will work for you if you apply them the way as I'm going to describe them to you, okay? So if you're ready, get a pen and paper ready. Um, well, if you're, if you're driving, <laughs> try not to write while you're driving, okay? All right, and let's dive into it, okay? So uh, these are not in any specific order, all right? So, but they are rules that um, I use to help my clients get in great shape. And by the way, these are the same rules that I used myself personally when I was trying to lose weight and they helped me lose 60 pounds in 180 days, okay? By the way, guys, I want to let you know that everything I always share with you on this podcast are things that I have personally experienced myself. Uh, all the information I bring to you is not just based on theory, okay? This is a practical, practical, real-life knowledge that uh, you're probably not going to get anywhere else, all right? So with that, with that being said, with the stage being said, let's dive right in. My rule number one to getting rid of belly fat quickly, safely, without doing cardio for hours is you've got to lift weights. We've got to lift weights. I know I've talked about this in a previous podcast, all right, but just to remind you, you've got to lift weights because lifting weights is the has been proven, has been proven scientifically as the most effective way to getting rid of belly fat, to getting rid of body fat overall on your body, okay? Uh, and the reason is because it is responsible. If you are training correctly, and there is a right way and a wrong way to train, okay? Uh, but that's not a 
topic of today's presentation. There is a right way and a wrong way to train depending on your goal. Uh, but weightlifting has been proven to be the most effective way of improving and enhancing what's called your resting metabolic rate. Your resting metabolic rate. Just to remind you what that is. Well, your resting metabolic rate is how much energy your body requires at minimum for your body to function, for you to stay alive, okay? Later on in the future, I'm going to talk about how to boost your resting metabolic rate in greater detail. But for right now, all you need to know is that if you want to get rid of fat, belly fat overall on your body, uh, you want to be lifting weights. The other thing you want to do, rule number two is you want to use free weights preferably. In an ideal situation, you want to be using free weights, okay? Now, by free weights, I mean stuff like barbells and kettlebells and, um, you know, dumbbells, things like that, okay? They have been proven to challenge the body in a way that would make the body work harder, thereby helping you burn fat quickly and more efficiently, okay? So as opposed to using machines. So when I get a new client, we are not focusing on using machines, okay? Unless the person has injuries and they cannot use free weights. But 99.9% of the time, if you come to the gym and you watch me train the clients, we are using predominantly free weights, okay? So that's rule number two. Rule number three is you've got to do what's called compound movements or exercises. Compound movement or exercises. What that really means, guys, is that you've got to be doing exercises that hit multiple muscle groups at the same time. Multiple muscle groups at the same time. Remember, it's not how much time you spend in the gym. It's the quality of time you spend in the gym. Okay, so compound movements that hit multiple muscle groups at the same time. And when that happens, basically what it means is that your body has to work harder. Now, a great example of uh, a compound movement that most people are familiar with is a back squat. All right, a back squat is an exercise that hit not only the front of your thighs, but also hit the back of your thighs, your glutes, and if performed correctly, you will also be hitting your core. So four groups of muscle at the same time. That's a great example of compound movement. And that's what I use predominantly when I am working with my personal training clients. So rule number four is you've got to lift heavy weights. You've got to lift heavy weights. One more time, you've got to lift heavy weights. I see people in the gym all the time trying to lose fat, trying to burn fat, and they're using 10-pound dumbbells. Now, don't get me wrong, we all have to start somewhere, right? We all have to start somewhere, but what you've got to realize is lifting 10 pounds is not going to do it for you guys. I mean, if you, you've got to be doing a weight that challenges you, right, and pushes you to the limit within reason, of course, without risking injury. Now, how do you know if you're lifting uh, a heavy enough weight? Well, if you can do a uh, certain weight over 15 times without, you know, feeling tired or without you struggling, well, that, that weight is not challenging enough. It's time to up your game and increase how much weight you are lifting, okay? So, lifting heavy weight has, has been proven to be the most effective way to build lean, uh, lean tissue, all right, so that's uh, muscle mass. Now, don't worry, ladies. Don't worry that you're going to get bulky because I get that all the time. Will I get bulky? No, you're not going to get bulky because guess what? You don't have the hormones like males do to bulk you up 
and look like a bodybuilder, okay? So don't you worry about that. I've been lifting weights for over 15 years, and uh, trust and believe, I am not like a super huge bodybuilder-looking guy. So if I cannot do it, you don't have to worry about getting bulky. So you do have to lift heavy weights. That way you can build that lean tissue muscle, right, muscle mass, thereby increasing your resting metabolic, metabolic rate. Okay, so moving right along, rule number five is you've got to perform what are called functional exercises. Functional exercises, okay? What are functional exercises? Well, these are exercises that simulate things we do in the real world, okay? That simulate things we do in the real world, okay? In your day-to-day life. For example, squatting, going back to squatting. Well, we squat every single day. Every single day we go to the restroom, right? So you want to be doing exercise that simulate that, and, a, and an exercise that correlates to that is what? Your back squat, okay, or your dumbbell squat, or your front squat, okay? So those are just examples of functional exercises. Now, an example of a non-functional exercise would be something like a leg press machine. If you look at the configuration of a leg press machine, for those of you that have used that before, guess what? Well, there's no point in your life that you sit on the chair and you are pushing weight uh, above you using your legs. It's simply not functional, okay? So, now, do I use that uh, in a strategic way with my clients? Absolutely. But know that your goal should be, if you're trying to get rid of body fat, if you're trying to lose belly fat, if you want to do it quickly and most efficiently and do it safely, you want to aim towards using exclusively functional exercises, okay? All right, guys, I hope you are enjoying this so far. I've got more to cover. I am super pumped, super fired up, and uh, I hope this information, you're gonna go out and apply them because truly, it's gonna help you out tremendously, okay? So that's rule number five. Now, rule number six is this. You've got to perform high reps. You've got to perform high reps, okay? Once again, um, if, you, if you ever come down and, uh, and observe me training my clients, a magic number of reps that we do all the time is 30 reps. A magic number is 30 reps. So, um, because again, we want to be able to build that muscular endurance. We're not just interested in you getting stronger, but to also build your muscular endurance. So, and that's how you're gonna avoid looking bulky over time, okay? So, first thing's got, you have, first thing is you've got to lift heavy, right? And then that heavy weight, aim to do it 30 times. And once you get to that level, increase the weight again, and then aim to do the new higher weight, right, 30 times. And that's exactly what I do with my personal training. Um, and that's exactly what I do with my personal training clients. And it's been proven to yield great, great results, okay? Now, rule number seven is you've got to utilize circuit training. You've got to utilize circuit training, okay? I'm going to repeat that one more time. You've got to utilize circuit training. So, you see, in one of my previous uh, podcast episodes, I talked about how um, you've got one of the keys to success is you've got to be able to set specific goals. Okay, you've got to be able to set specific goals. Okay, and setting goals means that you are uh, aiming. Your goals are supporting what you're trying to achieve. Correct. So 
Right now, we're talking about losing fat. There's a specific way to being able to lose fat when it comes to lifting weight. There is a traditional way, which is what I call the stop and go. And typically, what that means is that you would do a certain exercise, you stop and rest for like, you know, two, three minutes, and then do the exercise again. That's what's called stop and go. That's a typical way that bodybuilders use to get in shape. But hey, guess what? Your specific goal is not to become a bodybuilder. If you listen to listening to this podcast right now, more than likely your goal is to what? To burn fat and to be functional. You're not trying to get huge. Okay, so there that's where circuit training comes in. It's been proven to be the most effective way to burn in fat in the shortest amount of time and to also boost your resting metabolic rate. Again, if you ever come down, observe me, train my clients, we do circuit training almost exclusively. Almost ex- exclusively. All right, now what is circuit training? Well, simply circuit training means that you link or you combine multiple different exercises, all right, and perform them back to back with minimal or no rest in between. Let me give you an example. Let's say we take a back squat and then we go into push-ups and then we go into squat presses. We would do those exercises back to back to back with no rest in between. And then after that circuit, after completing those three exercises, right, um, then we take a rest. Usually the rest is not more than a minute uh, a minute 30 seconds, okay, depending on your fitness level, okay. Now, there is the right number of exercise you've got to combine to benefit from a circuit training workout, okay, and I share that with my clients, okay. So, but that hinges on where you are in your fitness journey. But right now, all you need to understand is that you've got to utilize circuit training, okay. It's the best, most effective way if you are trying to lose weight, if you're trying to burn fat, and you want to do so quickly in the shortest amount of time and do it safely, okay, without doing cardio for hours, you want to be doing circuit training. And then rule number eight is this. You've got to utilize progressive training. You've got to utilize progressive training. What does that mean? That means that you have to keep challenging your body. You've got to keep challenging your body, okay? So, for example, I have clients that we're always setting performance goals. So, um, what does that mean? So, in week one, we might be doing you know, squats, we might, we might be doing 50-pound squats, all right? But then on week two, we want to be using 55-pound dumbbells, okay? And that's what's called progressive training, meaning that you are progressively challenging your body each time you work out, okay? Within reason, of course. And you have to be strategic about it. There's a way to do this. There's a sign behind it. But the concept is you've got to keep challenging your body, okay? The reason for this, guys, is because there's a principle called um, specific adaptation to impose demand. That's a fancy word that means that your body is very smart and your body will adapt very quickly to whatever program that you are doing. And that is why a lot of people, when they join, join a gym, and they decide, oh, they want to lose weight, but they take all the classes. So they take all the classes. Um, and initially, the body responds, right? The body's like, oh, my goodness, this is so new. Uh, and they lose a couple of pounds. And they lose a couple of, uh, uh, a certain amount of body fat. But then after a while, what happens? Well, your body realizes that, hey, Mrs. Jones is doing the same classes every single week. And as a matter of fact, she's been doing the same classes for the last six months. Guess what? I have gotten used to it. So Mrs. Jones, even though in her mind, thinks that she's doing something and she is doing something. But from a point of view of uh, eliciting change in her body, 
her body will no longer respond because guess what? Her body is now used to that whole pattern of working out. That's why my clients, uh, I have clients that have been with me close to five years now, close to five years. Do you honestly think we are doing the same kind of workouts uh, that we did on day one five years later? Absolutely not. You've got to keep challenging the body and that's how you break past plateaus, all right? Now, Rule number nine, and we are blazing through these rules right now. Rule number nine is this. You've got to focus on larger muscle groups, larger muscle groups, especially your lower body. Remember, our goal is to be strategic, all right, when trying to burn fat, when trying to lose weight, to be strategic and to be smart, you know, and to be uh, uh, wise about how we use our time. Now, I don't know about you, but again, I'm... I'm uh, I'm a husband, I'm a dad of two wonderful boys, and I work as a personal trainer full-time. So I have limited time in terms of how much time I spend in the gym. So back in the day when I was in college, when I was single, and all I had to do was you know, uh, focus on my classes, I could afford to go to the gym and work out for two, three hours a day. I could do that back then, but now times are different. So I have to be smart about my time, okay? And the way you do that, one of the ways you do that is by focusing on larger muscle groups, okay? Now, what is an example of a large muscle group? Well, guess what? Your legs, going back to your legs again, your thighs, your butt, uh, your back muscle group. Those are large muscle groups. Because remember, guys, our goal is to build as much lean tissue as possible. And when you do that, again, your resting metabolic rate goes up. So why would you want to focus on the little muscle groups? So I see people in the gym all the time do bicep curls. Well, you know, if a bicep curl exercise is part of a bigger plan, yes. However, the bulk of your time, 99.9% of your time while working out should be focused on working on your large muscle groups, okay? So, and that's what I do predominantly with my clients. We do a lot of lower body exercises. We do a lot of squats. We do a lot of lunges. We do a lot of, you know, um... Uh, uh, box jumps and, and things like that, okay? Um, and then we do push-ups and pull-ups. Those are all exercises that focus on larger muscle groups. We almost rarely do stuff like bicep curls. All right, we might do that for a rest, for example. But 99.9% of the time, we are doing, uh, we are focusing on larger muscle groups, okay? So keep that in mind. Now, uh, rule number 10, we are almost there, guys. Hang with me. Are you guys enjoying this? If you're enjoying this presentation, if you're enjoying this presentation so far, do me a favor. There's a there's a a like button uh, that you can some emoji that you can use to you know just click on it to let me know you're liking this uh, presentation thus far. Okay. All right. Good. Moving right along. Rule number eleven is this. I'm sorry. Rule number ten. You have got to use proper technique. Okay. You have got to use proper technique. I cannot begin to tell you how many times I've observed people in the gym trying to do an exercise, all right, and doing it incorrectly, incorrectly. Listen, guys, do yourself a favor. If you are not uh, confident in how you're performing exercise in the gym, invest, all right, invest in hiring an expert to, to teach you how to do it properly, okay? There is nothing more discouraging than exercising and getting injured, okay? Getting injured is not fun. It's not fun, especially when, you, when you're just at the beginning of your weight, weight loss transformation journey, okay? So, I mean, think about it. You, you, you start a journey, you go into the gym, uh, you start working, and you get hurt. 
Okay, that's going to be very depressing, okay? And then guess what? It's going to put, put you in that downward spiral because now you can't exercise anymore and then you feel bad about yourself, okay? So do yourself a favor. If you know you're not confident in how to perform certain exercises in the gym, hire somebody. Invest. Remember some of the, uh, uh, the, the podcast episode I did recently, the seven keys to achieving your weight loss goal. One of it was what? to be willing to invest in your success, all right? So take the time to learn, get the expert knowledge, leverage someone else's uh, expertise to get you to where you want to go. So again, when I'm training my clients, I'm always, always, always observing them and making sure that they're doing the exercise correctly. There's no point in exercising if you are not doing it correctly. All you're going to do is hurt yourself, all right? So when you do exercises correctly, you achieve better results. Simple as that. You achieve better results, all right? Now, Rule number 11 is this. You've got to perform exercises in the wrong order. I mean, I'm sorry, in the right order. You've got to perform exercises in the right order. And there is a, a, a right way of combining exercises in a certain order for you to elicit the best result, okay? Generally speaking, I'm going to speak on a global scale now. You want to be doing the more complex exercises first and then the least complex exercises last, okay? Now, what do I mean by that? Well, let me give you a very simple example. Again, going back to a back squat, okay? Um, If I was designing a program that included a back squat and a push-up, for example, well, guess what? The back squat is more complicated than a push-up. So in designing that workout routine, I will first have my client do a back squat, okay, because that requires more focus, uh, a greater skill, and then we do the push-up next, okay? That's how I design my circuit programs for my clients. So in advance, I think about which work, which exercise is the most complex, and then I put those exercises first because they demand the most from the body, and then lastly, I add the least complex exercises, okay? So you have to do exercises in the right order, okay? So now, rule number 12 is this. You've got to add variation to your workout. You've got to add variations to your workout. Remember, your body is very smart. Remember earlier, I talked about the specific adaptation to impose demand. When your body knows, if your body knows that you're going to do a certain exercise next, it's going to stop growing. So, for example, going back to uh, the whole bodybuilding way of training. So, some people ask them, I said to them, hey, look, what does your program look like today? And they say, well, I'm going to do back muscle, okay? And then tomorrow you're going to do chest. And then the next day you're going to do what? Legs, okay? And every single week the, uh, they go through the same routine. So back, chest, legs. I mean, after a while your body gets used to it, okay? So my clients would tell you we are constantly, constantly changing up the workout because that way the body does not know what is coming, what is coming, all right? So you want to add variations to your workout. That is the only way you'll be able to blast through plateaus if that's something you're struggling with. You'll be able to burn fat the quickest, all right? And then also keep your body guessing, all right? And then finally, we have finally gotten to rule number 13. Rule number 13, kind of, kind of like it's a bonus rule um, from my point of view. But basically here it is. For you to be able to lose belly fat 
quickly, safely, without doing cardio for hours. You want to be doing, you want to include plyometric type exercises in your training, okay? Plyometric. Plyometric simply means anything that involves jumping, all right? So, uh, but here's the key though. You have to make sure that you are at that level, you have to make sure you are at that level. Otherwise, you're going to end up getting hurt. And uh, plyometric exercises are things that I reserve for my most advanced clients. So I don't necessarily do those type of exercises early on in the fitness journey. So, But as they get stronger, they get fitter. And there is a strategic way to plan for uh, to plan or to aim towards doing plyometric exercises. But I don't have the time today to go deep into all that. But all you need to understand is you need to uh, you need to add plyometric type exercises in your workout program if you are able to. Listen, if you have any kind of injuries right now, any pre-existing uh, injuries, you do not, I repeat, you do not want to be doing plyometric type exercises. And of course, before you even start an exercise program, a new exercise program, always make sure that you consult with whom? With your doctor first, okay? Now, what is an example of a plyometric exercise? Well, box jumps comes to mind, okay? Uh, Barbell jump squats comes to mind. Anything that you can do that involves jumping is a plyometric exercise, okay? All right, guys, well, that brings us to the end of uh, our conversation today, the 13 rules for losing belly fat quickly and safely without doing cardio for hours. Now, of course, of course, of course, of course, uh, you achieve better results if, we, if when you apply these rules combined with an appropriate eating plan, an appropriate eating plan. Um, I don't have time today to go into that, maybe in the future. I will delve into greater detail on how to adjust your eating habits. That way, you can achieve better results, okay? So, so obviously, you've got to do this plus adopt a healthy eating plan, okay? So, just to recap, my 13 rules for losing belly fat quickly, safely, without doing cardio for hours. Rule number one, lift weights. Rule number two, use free weights. Rule number three, do compound movement or exercises. Rule number four, lift heavy weights. Rule number five, perform functional exercises. Rule number six, perform high reps. Rule number seven, utilize circle training. Rule number eight, utilize progressive training. Rule number nine, focus on larger muscle groups, especially your lower body. Rule number 10, use proper lifting technique. Rule number 11, perform exercises in the right order. Rule number 12, add variations to your workouts. And rule number 13, do plyometric exercises. Woo! That was a mouthful. All right? So, guys, hey, I hope you got value from today's presentation, okay? I'm always trying to bring you guys great, great value. Again, these are the things that I apply, I utilize myself every single day as a personal trainer. Every client that I train, I utilize those principles, okay? And like I said, these are the same principles that I use personally myself that help me lose weight, that help me lose 60 pounds in 180 days. So, I am confident that the work, all right? Now, if you enjoyed this today's presentation, if you found value in today's presentation, do me a favor. I want you to share this share this uh, in a podcast with your friends, with your family, with your co-workers, anyone that you think would benefit from it, okay? The reason being, my goal is to grow the audience base, the listeners of this podcast, all right? Uh, to grow it internationally, Really, the vision is to conquer the world and make it healthy. However, I cannot do that by myself. I need your help. So if you want to 
Help me stay motivated to continue to bring you great value, great information. Just take a second, okay, and just click on the share button and share this information with your friends and family, okay? Secondly, if you have any kind of questions pertaining to any of the podcast episode you've listened to, including this one, you can go ahead and leave a message, okay? Leave a message on this podcast, and I would, what I would do is either I would reply to you privately, or I would use it as a topic for a future podcast episode, okay? So that's two things. Uh, the first thing is to share this podcast with your friends and family, your co-workers, to help me grow this podcast and the audience. And secondly, leave a message if you have any kind of questions. And then thirdly, I would like to invite you, again, if you find a value in the information I'm presenting to you, so I want to invite you to subscribe to this podcast. The reason why you want to do that is because, hey, um, whenever I post a new podcast, you'll be notified automatically. So you don't want to miss out on any future episode. Now, how do you subscribe? I've gotten some questions from people that say, hey, Patrick, I tried to subscribe, but I couldn't do it. What you've got to do is as follows, okay? Uh, you got to follow some sudden steps, the first thing you've got to do is most people use the you know most people have smartphones nowadays. You probably listen to this from your smartphone. So what you've got to do first is on your smartphone, if you have an Apple phone, an iPhone, you want to go to the Apple Store. All right, you want to first go to the Apple Store and download the Apple Podcast app. All right, download the Apple Podcast app. So you go to your Apple Store, type in podcast. All right, and download the Apple Podcast app. It is absolutely free, so don't worry. You don't have to worry about it. Okay, so once you do that, that will take you like less than like two minutes. Once you do that, you click on that Apple Podcast app. All right, and when you do that, that will take you to iTunes. Okay, all right. So follow me so far. So you go to the Apple Store, type in podcast, download the Apple Podcast app, which is free. Once that gets downloaded onto your phone, you want to click on that app that will take you to the um, the Apple iTunes. Uh, go take it to Apple iTunes, and then once you get there, you want to search for Body by Patrick. One word: Body by Patrick. B O D Y B Y Patrick. P A T R I C K. Body by Patrick. One word. Once you do that, my the uh, the logo. Or the icon for my podcast will come up. All right. So once that comes up, you click on it, and once you do that, you'll be able to click. There'll be a subscribe button next to the icon. There'll be a subscribe button. You just click on that, and now you'll be able to subscribe. And then also, when you get there, you'll be able to leave reviews of the post this podcast episode and all the other episodes that um, that I've already posted. Um, on iTunes, okay? So that's those are the steps you take to be able to subscribe. That way, in the future, when I post an episode, you'll be able to um, be able to get notified automatically, all right? And then um, also, the same process applies if you're using an Android phone. I'm sure there's some kind of like a app store. Just go in there and download the podcast app for the Samsung and then kind of follow the same kind of process, okay? All right, awesome, guys. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. Once again, I really, really, really do appreciate you tuning in to listen to this information. Please, 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 if you haven't done so, please remember to share this podcast episode with your friends, with your family, with your co-workers, anyone that you think will benefit from it. Together, let's conquer the world and make it healthy, okay? All right, guys, um, I'll see you in the next 
podcast episode. Till then, have yourself a super, super, super great day. Stay young, stay strong, and stay super healthy. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.